Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast joey janelle always goes in this is the american nightmare cody rhodes and you are listening to going in raw hey everyone kenny omega here in case you didn't know we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen larson's going in raw and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things goodbye and smooch good night bye bang hey friendo steve here and Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, taped live at Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, and of course available wherever podcasts can be found. It's Tag Team Appreciation Night. Uh, before we get started with appreciating tag teams, Larson, I want to give some appreciation out to our friendos over at Parts Fun Known and Wrestle Talk. Adam Blob, he had all those guys over there for having us on Quizzlemania. Man, we came in fourth, but for a time, for that first hour or so. Oh, man. We were kicking ass. You were doing really well that first hour. And then, you know, we, we got some bad breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, Impact was involved, which kind of took me out of it. I did. I, I'll be honest. I was not even watching wrestling when crime time was a thing. I had taken that period of time off. Didn't know they weren't tag champions. Uh, didn't know hardly any of the impact tag champions. So all things considered, I think a couple of bad, a couple like a couple of small botches on our part ended up costing us a lot of points. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty proud with our fourth place effort today. Uh, I think we were doing pretty good, and Here's then the, the champs it was, just pulled through. It, was, it wasn't like it was a situation where we were in fourth place the whole time. Yeah, sure, you could say we choked that uh, 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 whatever that that we we gave it away. You could make that point, but the fact that we did really well in the first hour, and then you know whatever whatever you want to describe it, choked, gave it away, whatever the second half of it, be that as may. You can't take our, our first hour away from us. We did good that <laughs> first ours. hour. You can't That's take ours. that away from us. That's ours. We'll have that forever. 
Hey, and I still firmly believe, I firmly believe all the stuff that we did really good in, when it came to who knew each other the best, nobody could touch us. Nobody could touch us. And to me, that means a lot more than anything else. There we go. Than Impact Champions. But no, hey, sincerely, though, thanks to everybody. Everybody that we played with today, they're all just incredibly good people, really mm-hmm. nice people. Even that mm-hmm. even that son of a bitch, Sean, Sean Rossap. Hey, breaking kayfabe, he's a good guy. He is. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, AEW. Uh, I don't know. What's, like, the biggest, uh, I guess, Jericho eating a pin? Biggest story well, of the night? Well, there's that. There's the TNT title is finally done. Yeah, uh, it's great. Uh, FTR, we always kind of knew they were going to be heels eventually, and that was kind of cemented tonight. They attacked old people. That was great. Uh, <clears throat> Asia Mars says Mike Chioda. Mike Chioda. Mike Chioda's uh, there, yeah. Is an AEW now. There's a lot of little things, but it, uh, the, the episode as a whole just felt a little off. To you me. think so? Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm tired. Entirely yeah. possible. Quizlemania will do that to you. Yeah, uh, but it felt a little off. This Everything felt slightly bit off. You know what it is? It's weird to me. I, I wonder if this is I wonder if this is any of it. Sometimes the way AEW is presented uh really makes great use of the crowd and it feels like a real wrestling show. Like sometimes they're able to present that illusion. I wonder if cuz it's been a couple times and be like, "Yeah, it's felt a little bit off." And it's it's like you can't really put your finger on it. I wonder me, if Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, to me, for me, like, it feels like the maybe some of these matches just really needed a crowd to be like that main event would have been hot, like super hot if there was like if it was in front of a crowd like, you know, uh, uh, COVID wasn't a thing. Um, So I don't know. Maybe that's some of it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, For me, a lot of it felt like pacing. The pacing felt just off. Like the 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 Cody Scorpio Sky match, that match felt really short. That match should have been given plenty of time. I was that was like my one. That was massively uh, disappointing. Not that was, just that Scorpio Sky lost, but just that he it, it was treated by like just another win for Cody. You know, I thought it would have either gone to I, number. I really thought that it would have been Cody really needed to like it, at this point with this one. It really just feels like they're lining up people for Cody to beat. And it's not even, he's not even really breaking a sweat. I know it took him to crossroads, but uh, a guy like Scorpio Sky, like I just, I've got this perception in my mind that I feel like Warhorse gave Cody a bigger run than Scorpio Sky. And maybe that's me projecting, thinking that Scorpio Sky should give Cody a much bigger run for oh, his he money. He should. He definitely should. But like, I thought Cody would have cheated. Or at least cut a corner, or saw a little bit more of a threat from Scorpio Sky. I thought. I mean, yeah. they did video packages with him. I, I thought know. that was going to be I a know. thing. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen at all. It was really disappointing. Hmm. Um. That was kind of the main thing in terms of. And of course, that's maybe part of it too. Is that's when I started watching the shows. Was right before that match mm-hmm. live. Maybe just having that being the first thing I watched. There was also have it end in kind of an underwhelming fashion. Um, just kind of set me on, on on the wrong path to enjoying the show itself. If you look up and down, I mean, here's my thing: like, uh, Young Bucks versus the Dark Order. Uh, yeah, okay, that opened the show. 
Um, I mean, Moxley got his hands on MJF. That was relatively entertaining. Uh, the 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 uh, the Jurassic Express Kenny Hangman match didn't really have like a build or anything. No, it didn't. That match that match felt a little off too. That, that, that match was off. There was like all sorts of mistiming, mistime, mistime moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and then like the little tag team summit. I don't know. We'll just go through it. I feel you. I understand. I totally understand what you're saying. Uh, and and I don't know why it is. I know it was live. Maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe they they're able to capture energy better well, when it's taped. I think also too is is you know especially doing it live. Uh, you know, someone here in chat mentioned this. You 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 shoot at the tape. You know, you can hit the editing room and and, sure. and and you know speed up the pace when you need to and and whatnot. Yeah. You can't do that live. Yeah, that's Something, true. Some some people just have off nights. Some companies just have off nights. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, so yeah, it kicked off with the Young Bucks versus uh, uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Um, this was a fun enough match. You've always noted this that Uno and Grayson are a pretty fun tag team, dude. Yeah, yeah, they can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can be. Um, so the Dark Order uh, attacks the Young Bucks during their entrance. Yeah. Uh, Matt's laid down the ramp. Nick is isolated early on. Uh, however, Matt uh, gets involved in the match at one point. Dark Order sends Nick towards like the base of the stage. And then Matt leaps off the top of the stage with a tope onto uh, the Dark Order. Um, Grayson then takes him out with a suicide dive. Uh, Nick gets put back in the ring. I believe Uno tries to, uh, for a cover. He's still isolated. Uno and Grayson are in control for a while. Uh, yeah. Uh, and there's like just a lot of cool tag team stuff going what, on. What was a bit about why uh, Uno was like twice, at least twice, he he took off some uh, uh, wrist tape and was trying to choke a Jackson brother with it. Like first time he did it, and I think uh, either Matt or Nick took it from him. The second time, the ref saw him do it and took uh, took the tape away from. Him. I don't remember Uno, you know, that being a, a regular part of his playbook. He's adding adding new gimmicks to his uh to his bag of tricks, man. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, uh, so let's talk about the finish here. Uh, Stu, yeah, I, I don't have my Steve notes in front of me, man. I got your notes. You, you go ahead and run through this. All right, fine. <laughs> you're doing the heavy lifting. Today. All right, fair enough. So uh, later on, or towards the end, uh, Matt's isolated for a bit, and uh, Stu tosses him out to the stage, and then into the tunnel, and then so you have uh, Silver Reynolds, Alan Angels, stand guard at the tunnel. Uh, so uh, uh, Matt, sorry, Nick is isolated. So Dark or- Order sets up for their finish. Nick escapes that. Uh, he rolls up Uno for the win. Stu Grayson can't get over there in time to break it up. And uh, Matt like pokes his head out from uh, the tunnel. He's like, hey, Nick, come on. Let's get out of here now. And then they escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and That was pretty much it. It, it was a, a decent enough match. Um, but... Uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the 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 theme of AEW. It was decent enough. Yeah, I mean, they were, I mean there's a lot there's a lot of wrestling. There's a lot of good wrestling going on. Yeah. You know, are are expectations too high for you, dude? That could be because they when, kill it sometimes, man. When Dynamite's good, it's really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, after that, we had MJF backstage. Uh, he gets his Samoa Joe MJF moment. Uh, the gum guy gives him some gum. Uh, he walks down the hallway. He likes the posters. And then uh, Lee Johnson sort of uh, gets in his way a little bit, and he shoves him after he gets into a shot. 
course, MJF got shoved by Samoa Joe back when he was NXT champion in the same sort of manner. Uh Let's see here. Uh, I thought Kenny this next o- bit was really good. I liked the the, the tag team retrospective thing. Was because didn't they all talk about the Young Bucks? Because it was it was Hangman and Page, and they're like, okay, who's your favorite tag team? And Page is about to say something, and Kenny's like, it's the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are the greatest. They have revolutionized tag team wrestling. And then Page is like, well, I was gonna say us. And Kenny and says, oh, like, we're, uh, we're just two oh, singles. Oh, you know, we're just we're just single singles. But anyway, the Young Bucks they reinvented tag team wrestling. They're God's a tag wrestling. They should have talked about, oh, Crime Time's our favorite tag team. Remember when they were WWE champions? No. Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. Next, we had uh, MJF <laughs> step to the podium. He's gotten a dress. Uh, before he really gets to it, though, he gets on Nina about not smiling. Yeah. And says he's going to give her the floor for a bit to show off the polling numbers. Uh, MJF's polling at 500%, whereas Mox is pulling at a negative 1,000. It was about 500,000 votes, so the math seems sound on that. I guess so. So, But he said, I'm not there to talk numbers today. Uh, he mourns in the fans' belief in their leader because today that dies because Dictator John has made clear he doesn't care about you. But while he's not there, MJF is. But he's like, I'm, I'm taking partial responsibility for John's absence because he's afraid of change. He's afraid of MJF right now. John is swimming in uncharted waters. He's dealing with the wrestlers more talented than him. And he's not used to dealing with a wrestler won't happily look up at the lights for him. Oh, contraire, there's been like three of them so far. Yeah, that was, I mean, it's kind of like insider, you know, the mm, idea that yeah, people yeah, will willingly yeah. take a loss to him. Uh, MJF wants Mox to feel comfortable enough to show up to walk down the ring, so he asks a couple of members of his campaign staff to move the podium off to, towards the corner. He lays on the mat, uh, asks, hey, is this better? John. John. <laughs> How'd you like that weird, like, overhead zoom shot? I wish they just kept that, the overhead shot. I wish they would stop, like, they kept on zooming in, and I thought it was much more effective just to hold that static. Yeah, exactly. It's like it wasn't framed right, but when you just keep it wide, it looked great. I thought it was really cool, yeah. It did, yeah. And he said, uh, uh, John, uh, are you in your comfort zone now? He says, I didn't start this campaign to have a beef with John. This company just deserved leadership because, John, John, you're not a leader. He's a dog, a rabid dog chasing cars, and now you've caught the prettiest car, the AEW title. But, John, I suggest you fork over the keys to a real leader, and why wait till all out? Let's just do it now. So Mox's music hits. MJF gets up. He tells people to go up towards the stands, towards the entrances uh, from the concourse, because that's where Mox typically enters. Mm-hmm. But no, Mox thought one step ahead. He walks in through the tunnel, gets in the ring, Hits MJ, MJF from behind with a clothesline, throws him at the podium, hits with the paradigm shift, does a that promo. That was a nasty paradigm shift, too. That yeah, he picked brutal. him up. Yeah, he did. Um, he goes backstage, drops a promo, tells MJF, uh, don't think this makes them even. Uh, they're not going to be even until uh, all out. When he teaches MJF a painful lesson in humility, he's going to make sure it's a very bitter pill for MJF to swallow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems uh, too soon to have MJF in this spot. In a title, get a title shot. He's not going to win. AEW kind of does that, though, don't they? I know. They're like it's, <laughs> it, I don't know. It's like they they have like the longest build ever with this uh, Kenny Hangman and the Bucks thing, but then at the same time they'll have Scorpio Sky cut this great promo on Dark, rack up a ton of wins, comes out, challenges Cody, and then. <laughs> so yeah, they're kind of all over the map with how they structure their builds yeah, and blow offs. I know. I know. Uh, but no, this is look. This is 
I mean, comparatively speaking, this is the strongest. How do I put this? This is the strongest candidate to potentially take that title off Mox because I genuinely don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 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 hesitant to think that MJF will actually win. Um, so am I, but I'm not. I'm I'm less confident in this than any of the other Mox title defenses till now. I I will say this though, in terms of quality of program potentially, in terms of build, this is shaping up to be potentially uh, Mox's best foe since probably Kenny. Like, you know, the, the Bernie Lee stuff had his, that was really rushed. That was probably a situation where, well, you know, we're kind of shorthanded because of pandemic. Uh, who's Mox going to defend the title against at pay-per-view? Well, how about Bernie Lee? Fine. Mm, I, yeah. I, I highly doubt that was in the card initially. Um, so that was rushed. That probably explains a lot of that. But like the program with Hager. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so in terms of building up to a, a, the match, this has potential to be pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Matt Hardy interview. He said he's out for 10 days because of that chair shot. Um, uh, Marvez is like, uh, you know, how are you feeling? He's like, I'm alive and I don't die. Uh, he's been seeing red and that's going to be the case until he can make Sammy bleed like he bled. Um, you think he's going to get a receipt? AEW got it. They have to be past receipts, right, man? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, 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 you know, in terms of the story of whatever match. They no, had, not the story. Not the story. Oh, like legit hard way making Sammy bleed? Uh, no, no, probably no, not. Huh? No. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, he said he'll be cleared in time for the next Dynamite, which is uh, in 10 days. August 22nd. Yeah. Uh, Same day and, as TakeOver. And he'll be there to, to kick Sammy's ass. Uh, he said AEW's management has asked me to leave. To go home, go to the hotel, et cetera, et cetera. But he's not going to do that. He's staying until Sammy shows up because he's an obnoxious ant that needs to be squashed. Uh, Matt says he likes tastes of his own blood. He's going to use all his rage and fury to end Sammy. Uh, and then there's a guy walking by uh, with kind of Sammy's build, but like a, wearing a hat backwards and like a leather jacket, kind of like Sammy would wear. And so Matt was like, ooh. And so he goes after me, tax him, and he throws him into the into the garage door. And the, it's just ref. It's just the ref, Mike Posey, and all the other yeah. refs are like, hey, leave him alone. Yeah. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right, after that, we had the TNT title match. The The belt's done. It looks good. It looks good. 
Oh, looks fantastic. That's looks a good. solid. I wish there title. was some more texture in the in in that, that empty space around the TNT logo. That's the only thing. Hey, man, did you see that uh, China Intercontinental Championship that mm-hmm. WWE's offering? It looks mm-hmm. pretty cool, man. Yeah, it is a pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so Scorpio Sky comes out first, then Cody. Cody is joined by basically the entirety of the Nightmare family, save maybe QT Marshall. I didn't notice him there. Yeah. Um, and so that's different. Anything that was different, I was like, I, I almost took as an indication that Cody was going to lose. Yeah, I know. I know. Because that was different. Yeah, Mike Kyoto in there refereeing the match. Yeah. Everything they they tried to do everything they could to make this match feel important, except in terms of how they actually booked the match. <laughs> except the actual match. That felt it just felt super by the numbers, man. Like, yeah, they let Scorpio Sky kick out of a uh uh crossroads, but hasn't haven't other people kicked out yeah. of the crossroads before? Yeah. That's why yeah. he started doing double crossroads. And that's why he started using the figure four and other moves to win matches. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, he, he kicked out of the uh, crossroads. And then early on, it seemed like they're doing this, the, the story where here, Scorpio Sky's in the ring. He can keep up with Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one step ahead of him. And I guess in that sense, the finish kind of reflected that because uh, earlier on, Scorpio Sky hits one of those slingshot cutters, hits it on the stage. He goes for that again at the end. Cody holds on the ropes. So uh, Scorpio Sky takes that bump in the ring. Cody picks him up, hits a second crossroads for the win. So I guess in, in terms of the symmetry of the story of the match, I could see that. Um, and if you want to try to do that in a longer, more developed, potentially more exciting bout that actually makes Scorpio Sky look like a real star, which he is, mm-hmm, yeah, I'd be cool with it. But everything in between kind of felt, as you said, by the numbers. Yeah, yeah. If if they if they use this to take him on a on a path that you know more aggressive whatever well that's the thing is like they they, they go because during during the match commentary is really pushing the idea is like oh cody you know he's he stretched himself too thin not only is he a wrestler he's a he's a, a executive vice president for the company uh he doesn't take time off because he's still uh selling ribs from last week mm-hmm. um but they'll they'll talk about that this week and then two weeks from now they might not even mention it yeah um i just kind of feel like they try to think of stories individually week to week for for these matches. I don't really feel like there's a whole lot of build. There's a couple matches that seemed like Cody was maybe on the verge of like seriously cutting corners to get wins, and Arn was pissed at him because of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't really see that anymore. There was even like a match where he was like doing push-ups at the beginning yeah, he'd of be it. Really arrogant. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really see, see any of that in this. I was like, nope. man. Yeah, I don't know what the deal with that was. Um, after the match, uh, Brody Lee showed up on the Tron. He had Silver and Reynolds with him, and he walks with the camera with the uh, prototype TNT title. Apparently, he went dumpster diving. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, history is written by the victors. The elite have been dispatched on uh, 822 oh, on sorry, August 22nd. The elite has been dispatched come on, on August 22nd. He's Cody Bear put some respect on his name in a Dark Order's name. Yeah. Sorry. I, I no, didn't put a no don't there. apologize. I usually do my own notes. Uh, he said, I'm like Ron Burgundy. You know that. He said he's going to take the TNT title off Cody, comma, but he'll give him the old one back. Yeah. <laughs> he said this piece of trash. What's Cody doing just throwing that title in the garbage, man? What's going on with he, that? He, he, I'm sure Cody has a pretty uh, decent belt collection at home. Just Brody adds was like, uh, the prototype to it. Brody was like, I'm going to throw this. I was throwing my, the, my half of a donut away, and I saw this title in there. Decided what a great time to do a promo because they say I can do whatever I want here. I was, was inspired my, by finding this belt. That was my Brody Lee impression. Uh, after that, the private party don't talk about the Young Bucks. In fact, they talk about the Hardys. 
Correct. After, after that, uh, we had tag team title action, Jurassic Express versus Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Uh, Kenny was, I don't know, like early on, he kind of felt like he was working a bit heel because didn't he go over there and basically shove his title in the face of Jurassic Express? Yeah, he's all over the map these days because he seems like the most... Like if a guy is that, like, remember it was a couple weeks ago. He was like super heel. Yeah, <laughs> he, started he was beating, beating the crap up. He was out beating of up a, somebody after the match. Yeah, like Marco or, or or Jungle Boy or something like that. Yeah, started beating the crap out of him, and he had like crazy look on his face. Uh, and and now he's like all, oh man, the Young Bucks are so great. But yeah. then in this match, like literally like twenty minutes later, he's like doing this stuff. So I don't know what his deal is. Yeah, he's slapping Marco off the apron. Yeah, needs, I don't know. He needs he needs Gato esque direction apparently, man. Maybe yeah, this was one of those weeks. Maybe they're like, oh, let's try this. Oh, it didn't work. All right, we'll try something else. I don't. Yeah, know. it could be. Yeah, it could I be. don't know. They're trying different things. Um, but you know, hey, people are complex. Maybe Kenny was having a bad day. Maybe he went on Quizlemania and answered Crime Time when they didn't win any titles. Could be or something equivalent. Maybe they have their own <laughs> Quizlemania backstage at AEW. Maybe he lost. <laughs> He lost. A, uh, he took a really bad L in a game of Street Fighter against somebody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Quizzle I don't out. Know. I don't know. So, anyways, Quizzle uh, or nothing. Uh, not a huge surprise. Kenny and Page uh, won, retained the tag titles. Fun enough match. Just felt a little off, especially the beginning. Um, pace, timing felt a little off. Yeah, there was one bit where like Jungle Boy, I think, was supposed to do some fancy thing off the ropes, and then he just sort of like hung there for a second, then Kenny mm-hmm. moved away, and then he came back, and they did it again. Yeah, yeah. Early on between Kenny and, and Jungle Boy, it seemed like the timing was just a bit off. Yeah. Uh, the finish was cool, though, because uh, Kenny sends Luchasaurus out of the ring, and then Paige picks up Jungle Boy and power bombs him out of the ring onto Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. Kenny follows with the tope, and then Paige power bombs the hell out of Jungle Boy. That gets him two. Kenny's in. Omega and Paige hit the last call for the win. It almost looked like Paige had to remind Kenny... You have, you have to make the cover here. You're the legal man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. After that, we had a Santana and Ortiz promo. They wonder how the best friends got home. They, don't they, really, tore up. they didn't really care about that. They didn't though. care. Yeah, well, that's what they said. But Santana tells them, you should be careful where you leave your shit. Yeah. And he produces their luggage, tosses it to the shower, dumps all the contents out, and then pours bleach all over it. Mm-hmm. Probably just water. Probably I just water. It, yeah, I know. I thought they were going to light it on fire or something. Uh, yeah. Well, bleach, I mean, is, bleach will ruin it. If Bleach you know, will mess it up. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. I think it's probably more humiliating to have bleach on it because here's the thing. Those guys, it's like a 50-50 chance whether or not they're still going to wear that stuff with bleach. You know, even there's bleach splotch yeah, all over it. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I think they realize that. Yeah. So then <laughs> uh, they say, hey, uh, are we kidding? Saying that we had to apologize. Okay, so hold on a second. Now, last week, you were like, hey, if this leads to a more aggressive yeah. LAX lax, <laughs> this is pouring bleach on clothes, isn't it? No, that's why I was hoping they'd light them on fire. Because you're in the shower. So you, you do you the, just the turn bit, out. You do the bit, light on fire, they leave. Someone just run in, turn the showers on, bank out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But ideally, it'd be a situation where Santana Ortiz is going to attack best friends and beat the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, you don't do something silly like steal their luggage and dump it out. Yeah. In the shower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, uh, oh, I didn't see this. The Butcher really and Blade short. had a it promo. It was really okay. short. All right. I believe uh, Butcher did all the t- No. 
Blade did all the talking. They said, oh, oh, so this is one of those things where, like, yeah. who do you like? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Were they menacing at all, or were they, like, just chill guys? They seemed like pre- pretty chill dudes. I think if anybody could p- could pull off chill and, like, be even more menacing, it's the Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. Like, uh, they, dude, they weren't really given enough time to actually do that. Let's see them in the in the uh, in the deli, but like or the delicatessen or whatever, like but just chill, but like you know, not wearing a shirt but wearing the apron and have like blood splatter all over them. That's Good. scarier than making yeah. like mean faces. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, after after that, that, we had tag team appreciation summit or whatever this was with FTR, Arn and Tully. Tully was the MVP of the segment. And the Rock and Roll Express, freaking Ricky Morton's York Foundation shirt. I want that. Yeah. That was rad. Yeah. Totally really had a chip on his shoulder, huh? Grumpy old man. Yeah. Bone to pick with old arm. Yeah, dude. Um, That's, you know, the horsemen, they're. I don't know. Apparently not for life. (laughs) That's what I wanted to say. Like, they've never claimed to be for life. I guess not. Well, they were halfway there. They had the four involved. (laughs) They had the four. (laughs) They just didn't have the L. Nope. The four was there, not the L. So uh, it was all about uh, this act putting over that act. So first the Bucks, they put over Arnold Tully and the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, Matt calls Rock and Roll Express the original Young Bucks. Through their greatness, they inspired uh, Sean and Marty. Uh, yeah. Jeff and Matt, yeah, and then along came the brothers Jackson. Uh, and Matt thanks them. Uh, Dax says, Yeah, you might think I'm a huge mark for uh, all these teams. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a huge mark for Arn Tully Rock Roll Express, but it goes deeper than that because of them. They get to make a living in the greatest sport in the world, pro wrestling. Credits basically his entire career to Rock and Roll Express. And Arn Tully says he gets to give his family the life he never had because of them. Uh, Ricky Morton grabs a mic, says he never misses AEW. We should have him on to join us for an AEW review. Yeah. but he, And then he puts over FTR, compares him to Arna Tully, but then he really puts over the Young Bucks. Do you think he knows the, the, like, the entire roster's name? I don't know. You I think know. he actually doesn't miss AEW? He probably watches AEW. Yeah, I feel like those guys are pretty dedicated to, to pro wrestling still. Like they're, they're old. They're wrestling. Yeah, they still they still wrestle, but there's like nowhere to. So they probably just chill and watch TV a lot. Totally. I mean, That's how many how, how many old. acts that far into their career will start doing destroyers because th- that is the language of pro wrestling now. That doesn't happen very often. It's pretty you know? right. He took that pile driver like a champ. Yeah, man. Um, so uh, Ricky Morton calls the Young Bucks greatest tag team of of this generation. Now it's Arn's turn. Um, he says, "Tully, you haven't been around for a little while. So I'm gonna get you caught up. Uh, I'm gonna tell the truth." He puts over the Young Bucks. Uh, calls the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, said, you guys have been wrestling for like 40 years. You're the tag team of the century. And he said, I got no problem saying this. I'm going to get some heat for it. FTR is the best tag team in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Ricky's about to talk. Tully uh, cuts him off, says, uh, you want to talk? Tells Rick, oh, sorry, Tully says he wants to talk. Tells Ricky not start something he can't finish. And Tully more or less says, you know, without the belts, neither of you guys, neither of you teams can really call yourself the best. Yeah, he had a lot of volume in his voice, too. Yeah, he did. He was, and like, he, on one. And then he gets an orange face. He's, he's got beef. And he says, I really don't understand that. And points to the Nightmare Family logo on orange sweater vest. He's, like, back at uh, whatever that was, Double or Another, All Out or whatever it was. Yeah, it was a year he ago, like, All Out. He was like, yeah, you're dude. You're, you're trying to go up against my dude. 
And uh, yeah, he's like, "What's they up?" They got into that? it a little bit. Yeah, I wish I wish that uh, he would have dove a little bit more into the history because you know, I mean, they used to have battles with uh, with old Dusty, and maybe if he brought that up a little bit, I mean, like, hey, man, now you're all slurping on this guy, and you know. <laughs> Uh, Arn says, I'm a grown-ass man. I don't have to ask permission for anything. Uh, well, this is all going on. Sean Spears starts wandering down the ringside. Looked like he was looking for catering. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then Ricky Morton decks Tully. <laughs> FTR and the Young Bucks try to break it up. Meanwhile, Dax is selling his knee fresh off an interview where he said that a doctor actually uh, accidentally left a button in his knee. <laughs> a button. <laughs> a button. Like, you're supposed to believe that's a real thing. It's like in Seinfeld. Exactly. Like a junior mitt. <laughs> Anyways, so he takes off his knee brace, and uh, uh, Cash is by him, is you know, like checking on him. Meanwhile, the young bucks are escorting Tully and Spears out of the ring, and then Cash takes the knee brace and decks Robert Gibson with it. <laughs> yeah, and then they just attack uh, uh, Ricky Morton, hit their finish on him. Um, Page and Omega come down to check on Rock Roll Express, and even Page, while holding his drink, was like, "What are you doing?" To, mm-hmm. to uh, uh, the FTR guys. Yep, he's got a line. They just crossed it. Yep. Uh, after that, Mike Kyoto is interviewed by Fathead, and uh, Jericho interrupts and uh, calls him Fathead. And then he's like, "Hey, Kyoto, you're you're a legend. Uh, you know, we go back a long way." He's like, "I remember 18 years ago, I made some calls to save your job. <laughs> I'm not sure how many times Kyoto had to have his job saved." <laughs> um, and that's why I wanted you to ref my match tonight. And he's like, hey, I just want to make sure that if uh, if uh, when you're in there, I want to make sure you do the right thing. I mean, wink, he, just, wink. he was just missing the wink. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyoto's like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm going to call it down the middle. Yeah. And then Jericho's like, uh, all right. Oh, down the middle. Okay. He's like, when I give you the sign... You're going to do the right thing, and I'll save your job again, but this time in AEW. Yeah. Next, uh, Hikaru Shida versus Heather Monroe. How about that? Heather Monroe's uh, ring attire, man. Yeah. That was beautiful. The bright, brightest pink I've seen. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, she put forth a, a strong showing, brief though, Yeah, against oh, yeah. Hikaru Shida. Yeah, uh, she, had a, she tried to roll up. One point, got, she got two. a bunch of strikes in early on too. She yeah. got out of a Falcon Arrow. That was cool. Yeah, but in the end, she tried for a roll up, got two, and then like immediately, she uh, uh sort of turned it into a uh, stretch muffler. Yeah, and uh, tapped her out. Yep. Afterwards, she had interviews. Says she's still waiting for a challenger. Says, "Bring it on." This next part was a, a tad unsettling. A little uh, bit. So uh, Jake is now evidently a an interviewer for AEW. He's got the stick, and he's interviewing Lance Archer. Uh, as he's interviewing Lance Archer, uh, or he's sort of just talking. Yeah, he's uh, just talking, yeah. Like a dude who's five feet at most goes walking by, and he sort of bumps into Lance. Of course, at that point, Lance throws him. Another one spawns, evidently, because there was like a second guy who sort of came at it yeah, where the yeah, same area yeah. that first guy was. Yeah. And so he gets him. He puts him in the garbage can. And then he goes back over to Lance. And he's like, did you or to Jake? And he's like, did you tell them? Did you tell them? And Jake's like, no, man, no, I didn't. And uh, he's like, and he starts ripping Jake's shirt off. And he's like, oh, come on, man. That's a $200 shirt. God yeah. damn. And yeah. then he like he like puts the shirt over Jake's head and turns him around. 
And on his back, evidently, Lance Archer had written, everybody dies. Yeah. Um, and then he says that. Archer and he's does. like, yeah, he's like, everybody dies. And then he's like, come on, Jake. And he's like, oh, damn. Yeah. But like uh, Jake was, well, Lancer was throwing, Lancer, Lance Archer was throwing people around the, the locker room. He's like doing a promo essentially about how mm-hmm. uh, you can win a match before it even starts because your opponent is free. Yeah. But then it was like super elder abuse happening there. Yeah, it got it got really awkward then. <laughs> why like why is he treating Jake like this? Is Jake in a turn on Lance Archer? No, doubtful. Uh, we got a women's uh, tag tournament update, deadly draw bracket. We saw that, and it was announced that the finals will take place next week on Dynamite. Oh, cool! A lot of well, people have been bitching about that, so I'm glad they listened. Yeah. Uh, also, next week you get FTR versus Private Party. That should be good. Yep. You get Kenny and the Young Bucks taking on uh, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, Allen Angels. Um, Darby Allen will be in action. Lucha Bros and Butcher and the Blade versus Jurassic Express and Natural Nightmares. And I'm guessing the main event mm-hmm. maybe will be Cody versus Mr. Brody Lee. Yeah, yeah, that could be a main event. Uh, and then we had our, speaking of which, we had our main event. Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho. A uh, bit of an awkward finish for this one, but otherwise, uh, I'm telling you, man, if there was a crowd for this one... They would have been into it, for sure. They'd have been dying, and they'd have been killing this match. Orange is a really good uh, underdog babyface. Um, re- yeah, he really is. Uh, Jericho either forgot how to sell a dragon screw leg whip or something um, yeah. even before the finish, which just saw him just kind of fall over. Um, <laughs> you know, he's pushing 50. He's not as nimble on his feet as he used to be. Yeah, it happens. Yep. Yep. Um, so early on, Orange had uh, the advantage pretty easily um, until he goes for a Superman punch. Jericho gets a, a boot up. He has the upper hand for a while for the whole middle part of the match. And then uh, Orange Cassidy's kind of playing possum, throws some really soft-looking strikes Jericho's way. He allows him off. He goes for a punch of his own. Cassidy ducks that, hits a super kick. And then there's a pretty decent amount of back and forth. Uh, Cassidy hits some kicks. Sorry, catches a kick, hits a dragon screw, and again goes for a third. Jericho blocks that, uh, puts Cassidy in the walls of Jericho. Uh, Orange fights his way out of that into a small package, gets a two. Uh, another dragon screw from Cassidy. Ankle lock. Uh, Jericho fights out of that, goes for a stunner. Orange reverses that. Sorry, goes for a suplex. Orange reverses that to a stunner. Jericho responds to that with a code breaker. Then he goes gets Floyd. Mm-hmm. So Kyoto is getting crap about that. And Jericho says, no, just do the right thing. Turn around. Just turn around. Do the yeah, right thing. Turn to. around. Yeah, he starts to. So Jericho rears back to swing. She, uh, Kyoto grabs a bat from him. Uh, Cassidy rolls up Jericho, gets a two. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. 
Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Follows that with a Mishinoku driver gets a two. Follows the PK, then a Superman punch, and then a brawl breaks out on the stage. You have best friends, Santana Ortiz, like running out from different t- tunnels, yeah. meeting in the center of the stage, just fighting. Yeah. Um, this distracts Kyoto. Hager runs in. He hits Orange with a slam. Leaves. Jericho covers. Gets a two. Jericho distracts Kyoto. Hits a low blow on Cassidy. Goes for a Judas effect. Orange ducks that. And then uh, what did Taz call it? A mouse trap. He called it a mouse trap. So it was like a roll up with like a sort of a locking, locking the leg, like into a leg a lock certain... thing. Yeah, kind yeah. Of not too dissimilar from what uh, Darby Allen has used to win matches. Sure, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. exactly the same thing. I think it's the same idea. So anyway, when when Orange Cassie was setting up for it, uh, in one sense, it actually made it look pretty effective because Jericho just like toppled over. Yeah, I didn't really know what was going on either, and it seemed like Jericho didn't, and either he really didn't or he was selling late. He didn't. In any event, yeah, I mean, it looked awkward. It was an awkward win, but, you know, that was what they wanted because Jericho was like, you know, uh, uh, super-duper powered up in AEW lore. So you can't really have Orange Cassidy go over with, like, you knew it was going to be kind of an overbooked finish. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he got his win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I put up a late thread here on Patreon, and I've only got a couple questions, so hopefully we can fill it out with some other ones. Thomas Dunnigan, it's been brought up before, and even Cody has spoken about it hypothetically. Do you think AEW even needs a new Four Horsemen stable? I don't think they need it. No, they but don't need it. I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be neat. I mean, come on, man. The whole promotion is this weird amalgam of the future and the past. And, you know, why not? If Arn actually does own the name, why not? It ain't going to be any worse than, like, TNA doing, uh, what do they call them, Foursome or Fortune or whatever it was? Fortune, yeah. <laughs> they, Fortune. Should, they should call it Foursome. Um, so I'd be, I think it'd be cool with the right people and the right story. Sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, Ernie, 420 Burt, when is Kip Sabian getting a TNT title shot? Uh. I don't know. I mean, they they show him on camera with his signs advertising his Twitch channel and MJF. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, easy mode uh, with the bits says Mr. Brody had John Silver get the TNT title for him. Oh, was that? I don't know if that was a BTE thing or not. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say which AEW show that we don't watch was that on? I gotta start watching that stuff. Church Jackson. Uh, let's see here. He says, first, you guys got screwed harder than Bret Hart today. I think going in raw screwed going in raw. Yes. Uh, he says, but my question is, is there anything AEW can do to save Jake Hager? I want to love him as a heel because that guy sucks as a person, but he's just boring. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I like Hager in the role he's in. I, I don't mind Hager in role of muscle so long as I don't really see his matches. He's... Yeah, like, it, he, number one, his matches should be limited to seven minutes. It should be like an NWA match. Yeah. 
and uh, you know, I I don't want him to. I don't think he's he'd be good in like a featured spot. I like him where he's at, doing what he's doing. He provides yeah, entertainment. As, as, as in Jericho's his role. as Jericho's muscle, it's he's fine. Again, just I don't need to see him wrestle. Actually, not uh, everybody's meant to be a main eventer, and that's yeah. okay. Uh, Nielsen, good job, friendos. Won the best friend slash best partner rounds. It was trivia. They got you for Quizlemania. Oh, they got me, brother. Uh, Andrew Jocelyn, if MJF wins the title at All Out, who do you want his first title feud to be against? Uh, who do you think will be his first title feud? I want Scorpio Sky to win everything, so he's who I want to take it off him. Well, after tonight, that's probably not likely to happen. No. Um, as far as MJF winning the title at All Out, if that happens, who would his first title feud be against? I don't know who the first title feud would be against, but I would suspect if they do that, that's because they want to do Cody versus MJF. Where they Cody want to give goes, Cody all the titles. Where, they, where Cody says, well, if I can't beat you, then I'm just going to retire from wrestling or I'm going to put my career on the line or something. If, if that will mean I can get a title shot or something. That'll, mm-hmm. that'll be their way around the, him not getting a title opportunity. Yeah, it could it could finally do the hangman thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would find that way more interesting than Cody chasing top belt. Hang, dude! I can't. They need to pull that trigger soon, don't they? Like all out, or it's gonna be stale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it felt like FTR was gonna be the 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 thing that eventually breaks up Kenny and and. And Paige, but who knows? <laughs> oh, dog. Le- no, go, ahead, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Broke Lesnar says, did Sean Spears seem lost during the tag team segment because he was looking for catering or was he just thinking about the last five years of his career? Listen, many, 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 many wrestlers would love to be, would love to have the last five years of Sean Spears' life. And mm-hmm. I ain't just talking about wrestling. Look at his bride. He is doing he is doing pretty well for himself, my friends. Yep. yep. Uh O Dog, breaking news, which will keep her out of the wrestling world. UFC veteran Paige Van Zant signs multi fight deal with Bare Knuckle FC. That's cool. Bare Knuckle Friendo Club. Um Dr. Steve Winters in the oh, the Discord MVP, Dr. Steve Winters. By the way, I was I went back and I watched a lot of the uh a lot of the comments from our Quizlemania stream today, and there's a lot of chatter going on in there. Not too flattering of us, Larson. I'm not sure how oh, to really? take that there from these mutants in the Discord. After all the love I bestowed upon them for them to go so harsh on a simple mistake like Crime Time never having won the tag team titles. Anyways, I digress. Dr. Steve Winters, my personal Discord MVP, solid upstanding citizen, says, how is Jericho affording all these feuds? He loses a Ford GT and now $7,000. Is that why he did that Sturgis show? I mean, if you want to try to kayfabe a really bad decision, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Broke Lesnar also says, why did Archer think drawing on an old man with a Sharpie was going to make him look serious? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just a little confusing. It was. Yeah, it was. Ah, damn. Uh, dang MQ, which title is Mox more likely to drop the AEW World Championship or the IWGP US Championship? If it's the IWGP US title to who? Uh, it brings up some names. Kenta, Jeff Cobb, Dave Finley, or clean-shaven Tamatanga. Oh, he's. We haven't talked about that. That deserves a whole video. He looks weird without a beard. He looks weird. It's like when Big Jeff shaved his beard. It was like, never do that again. 
Raven Lafleur says, I don't think it was odd for you to say Crime Time had the titles. I just think it was odd that was your first choice. So the funny thing is... You said uh, you had about five other, five other teams written down, right? So I had Jericho, which was like the first ones. Like yeah. they, they were the first ones to unify them. I had them written down. Uh, I had one other wrong answer. I was like, didn't the Hardys win him at some point around then? But I guess they had already moved on to like TNA or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I guess the Hardys what? Uh, so I had them written down. Um, I really did bad though. When they started listing out people, I was like, man, the entirety of tree of woe those days I had completely forgot. I was like, Oh, that's right. Primetime players. Oh, that's right. Tyson kid and, uh, and Cesaro. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, there was like another one. I was like, Oh my God. Like, Oh, team hell. No, like that entire, the, in, everything pre brand split 2015, just completely gone. I had, I had New Day written down. They had the. I think they had it last. I had. I had six. Only had six teams written down. Were they all correct answers? Yeah, it was Usos, New Day, Cesaro, Tyson Kidd, Team Hell No. Roman yeah, the Usos Seth. had them. I missed. I miffed on the Usos uh, and, being Raw tag team champions. And, they were tag team champions on Raw. Yeah, but unified. Gold Dust and Cody. Uh, yeah, that's dude. That whole period of time just completely escaped me. Uh, Jorge D, have AEW forgotten about their tag team titles? They seem more like props for Hangman, uh, Omega Feud, random title matches each week, and real storyline. I, Dude, I think that they treat the tag division pretty darn well, though. They have all sorts of tag team mm-hmm. stuff going on without needing the title for that, so I think it's okay. Uh, Michael, if Jeff Cobb has signed with AEW, should he continue with the inner circle? Nah. Hager's, they're uh, heavy. They don't need two heavies. Yeah, no, they wouldn't need that. Uh, um, that guy, Kurt, do you guys think Kenny's saying we're just two singles guys is going to come back to bite him with Hangman? Uh, Hangman seemed a bit miffed. Yeah, Kenny's kind of an asshole, to be honest with you. And this whole thing, he's just kind of a dick. Because, like, he keeps on genuflecting over the young bucks. And, like, Hangman legitimately, he's like, dude, we're a big deal. Let's act like it. And Kenny's like, oh, shucks. That kind of crap. Yeah. We did bring this up during the recap, but Sir Wedgie brings up, why did they cut to SCU's Frankie Kazarian a couple <laughs> times tonight? He looks like he's, like, pervin on the on the, on the the stuff going on. He's like, oh, what's going on there? I don't know. They keep on doing that. Yeah. Uh, O-Dog said, Crime Time definitely stole the titles at one point, and it's a massive shame they never won the titles. I just figured they did. I wasn't watching at the time, but I was like, oh, that's a tag team from back then that everybody knows about. They had to have won the tag titles. Uh, Gareth, AEW cereal or AEW ice cream pops? <laughs> what would you like to see come to fruition? Thurgood says, he, Kaz looks like he's waiting for a buzz. Um, wait, uh, I, pops or what? Cereal. Branded by who? AEW. Oh. I'd like some like Lucha Bros cereal. Can you imagine Pentagon Jr. on the cover of like a cereal? That'd be good. They have like a lenticular cover. He's like, oh, that'd be great. I love that lenticular <laughs> stuff, man. That stuff's awesome. Joe Juarez, will Larson be encouraged to watch Impact now? Uh, what got like I know the current tag champions, the one who the team that won the had the titles before that, mm-hmm. just by kind of keeping up. It's mm-hmm. like everything going back from since the beginning of Impact. Yeah. So it's not so much watching impact from this moment forth is good beneficial to me, I feel like, because I kind of keep up with that enough just seeing stuff on Twitter and such. It's watching, was it, uh, 13 years of impact programming? More than that. 
You know, uh, man, I'm sorry, but I, I really should get props for knowing Hernandez and Homicide's names. That's good. <laughs> I really should get props for that, Larson. I still maintain, I still maintain that if I hadn't said Braun and Seth as Raw Tag Team Champions so early, nobody else would have remembered that except for you or me. And that would have given me one, like, that might have ended yeah, up that's kind of eliminating. What I was doing it was, it was on that one going with all the obvious ones going first. the obvious ones yeah and it was just that last one it was Ryder and hawkins that if you'd if you'd gotten that we all would have got 10 points yeah dude didn't but even occur to me that's didn't that's even, like the didn't most even come close that's such a forgettable tag title reign you know yeah uh adrian c with all these title matches on dynamite should they actually do a change eventually instead of waiting for one on their pay-per-views yeah yeah scorpio sky should have won the tnt title tonight <laughs> yep Oh, impact! Impact is fun. Impact was actually a lot of fun this week because, for what there, there are also unintentionally entertaining things that happen. For example, this week the Impact stream started three times. It like got to like the first ten minutes it played, and then it like started buffering. And I was like, "Oh man, is this is this my OBS or something?" And then it just stopped. And I was like, "Oh man!" So I loaded up some two K twenty. Um. And uh, and then like they restarted it from the beginning. Ten minutes later, same exact spot started buffering. So then they throw on like uh, what we speculated was like the media copy. So there was no commercials. So we ended up catching uh, up basically. Gotcha, but gotcha. Impact's gotcha. fun. I mean, it's not. It's you know, I would never, I would never ask you to put it on your plate. But uh, uh, but it's fun. Richardisty, did you do you think they'll ever pay off the teased Omega heel turn after beating down Marco Stunt? If so, how? I don't know, man. They got a. It's like they got a lot of different things going on with Kenny Omega. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, dog. What theme do you uh, love that you you that will probably never be used again? He says his is man's man for Regal, and greatest love with Mike and Maria. That's probably my answer. I love that theme. It's the greatest. That's a good one. Uh, the uh, Gangrel's old theme was really good. Oh, that's a classic. That's a good one. I never hear that in a rest in a WWE again. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. Cody is a really good babyface, but him being EVP, having two factions, his wife <laughs> being all, being also a boss, and having the flashiest intro. Why would sh- why should we even consider him a face? He's like the Bruce Wayne of AEW. You know what it is with that? It's I never sense he is. He's sort of turning into like the Roman Reigns of mm-hmm. AEW, mm-hmm. where I don't find him interesting anymore simply because he doesn't. There's never any idea that he's going to lose. Like tonight, I was. it's like, okay, well, so that's what it's like now? It's just, okay. Yeah, yeah. Adrian C. says he's becoming what he hates, Triple H. Maybe that's the story they're trying to tell. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Um, Patrick Oliva, Russell House, and RVD with Katie Forbes is best. Yeah, this week I was I was cracking up something fierce, man. Johnny Swinger's hilarious, and RVD is pretty funny. Uh, all right, that it. That's, That's it. it. That's all right. It. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks for all your uh, Wrestle House. I'm sorry, <laughs> Quizzlemania support. I was gonna say Wrestle House support. Thanks for all your all your Quizzlemania support. We appreciate it. Even the mutants in the Discord. I just like to give them shit. Oh, dear. Uh, Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. 
Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.